Hey, this is Julia Stern, and you're listening to Not My Best, the podcast that reminds you it's okay not to perform at your best 100% of the time. When we shift the focus to become a little bit better, instead of trying to be at our best all the time, we'll accomplish a lot more and we'll have way more fun doing it. Let's get into it. Hey, Not My Besters, this is Julia Stern coming to you on another Tuesday with an episode of Not My Best where I am currently in the middle of the quarantine files where I am sharing different stories with different people who are creating their new normal right now, which I think we're all doing. So today on this episode, I am talking to you at Alyssa in the city. Her name is Alyssa Coscarelli. Now, Alyssa has worked for so many brands. She writes for Refinery29, Harper's Bazaar, Fashionista, Teen Vogue, and so much more. She's worked with so many different brands on shoots, content creation, event hosting, styling, and beyond, including with Burberry, Shopbop, Farfetch, Sunglass Hut, Gucci Beauty, Urban Outfitters, like major, major stuff. And now, like the rest of us, she is figuring out how to work from home. She is a New Yorker who is currently living in LA with her boyfriend, and we just kind of immediately bonded over the struggle of being in an apartment with your significant other and trying to make it work. Um, But I think she's doing a great job and we can all use some takeaways from this conversation. So enjoy the episode. Let me know what you think at Julia L. Stern at Not My Best Podcast on Instagram. Comment, subscribe, like it. And if you feel like working out this week, you know where to find me. Until then, have a great week in quarantine and I will see you next Tuesday for another episode. You guys, I am so excited to talk about my new partnership with Holistic Wellness. It is a CBD company that is really and truly incredible. I think, like most people, I look at CBD with really skeptical eyes because there are so many of them on the market and that in itself poses a problem because I don't know which ones are legitimate and good for my body. And so before this, I started to try the product. I had conversations with the owners at length about how it is created, what is inside of it, and what it does to really benefit you. And these things are incredible. It is put into a stir stick that can either be broken and poured into a beverage, or you can use it literally to stir and it will dissolve into it. Um, There are different ones. So the one that I love is for sleep, which also has a little bit of melatonin and chamomile in it. There's also ones for beauty and overall relief and wellness. Um, Also post-workout recovery, which is big. I really believe in this stuff and it is grown locally in a greenhouse so you can track where it is grown straight to the product. Um, I am offering 25% off at holisticwellness.com. It's spelled like holistic but with a K instead of a C because there are sticks, get it? Um, And you can use the code NOTMYBEST. Check them out. I will hopefully be doing some giveaways with them in the future but they are here to stay and you're going to hear a lot more about them in the weeks to come. So that's a little fun Tuesday surprise. Now let's get into the episode with Alyssa Coscarelli. Enjoy, and I will see you next week. Welcome, Alyssa, to Not My Best Podcast. Thank you so much for chatting with me. Thank you for having me. We were just talking before we started recording about how she's in LA right now. I'm a little bit jealous because she's in the sunshine, but New York will do for now. So are you enjoying your time out there? I am, yeah. The sun definitely helps a lot. Um, I miss my New York home, but for now, I'm pretty thankful. Yeah. I mean, as long as we're healthy, I feel like that's all we can do right now. So super grateful for that. But I want to talk to you a little bit for those who might be listening that don't know you. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got started in the fashion industry? 
Yeah, sure. So I'm a freelancer now, but I started out my career at Refinery29 as a fashion editor there for about five years, um, writing shopping stories daily for the website and kind of overseeing the shopping um, section there. So made a lot of great relationships with brands and was kind of growing my Instagram along the way until finally my personal work was starting to outweigh my full-time work. So I kind of took the leap um, over a year ago now. Um, and I've been freelance ever since doing a mix of copywriting, consulting, um, and influencer projects uh, with brands. So it's been great. That's such a beautiful thing when like all of your hard work and you can see that the efforts that you're putting in as an individual kind of outweighs working for a corporation, which is so awesome. How did you come to that realization? And when were you like, okay, cool, I can actually do this on my own? Well, it kind of started with me feeling like I had two full-time jobs. Um, I was kind of like, it got really tough to juggle them both because I was working at refinery all day and then going home and doing like or waking up super early in the morning and doing content creation or invoicing brands or negotiating or going back and forth with brands about all these other projects. And I started to keep a spreadsheet um, of all of those, you know, side hustle projects and tracked every single one until I realized that you know, that work was actually outweighing um, my full-time salary. So once um, I hit that point, I kind of felt comfortable taking the leap and knowing that I would be okay. Yeah, which I'm in the same boat. Like I've always had a number of side hustles and even particularly now where I'm not going to my full-time job every day. It's like, I was just telling Allie before you hopped on the phone, I have been working at four o'clock since 8 a.m. and I have not stopped. Like content creation and working on all of these side projects are so time consuming that sometimes you forget it's a side hustle and you're like, wow, I just did a full day's work. Totally. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, so how have you felt since you've been on your own? Do you love working for yourself? I do. Yeah. I think my personality just lends itself more to this entrepreneurial kind of like free flowing um, way to work. Um, not to say I wasn't productive in an office environment. I loved my full-time job in its own ways. And what probably what I miss most about it is the people and those coworkers become your family, you know? So yeah. that's really what I miss about it. But um, I think just makes more sense for me to work when I feel productive. And that's not always from 9am to 5pm. Um, sometimes that's from 2pm to 8pm. Sometimes that's from pm to 2am. It really just depends. And so it's nice to have that flexibility or even take a day, you know, so maybe it's Monday, but maybe I'm not feeling it today. So I can just take the day and read or get inspired in some other way. I'm trying to perfect my banana bread during this time. Oh my God. I have the best banana bread recipe. If you don't know it, I'll send it to you after this. It is so good. You have to try it. Oh, it is so good. And it's not even that bad for you. There's no like cups of sugar or anything. I'll have to send it to you. I am obsessed. Oh yeah. See, that's the problem with my current recipe is there's too much sugar, but we'll, we'll talk about that. After. Oh yeah, for sure. This is not on banana bread, but just a little side note there. I can, I'm happy to send it to anybody who wants. Um, but you have worked with like such cool brands. I mean, Burberry, Shopbop, Farfetch, Sunglass Hut, Gucci, like, like incredible, incredible stuff. Do you normally work from home when you're doing these things or did you have an office before you were quarantined? Yeah. So typically when I am home, I work out of the wing, which is a co-working space in Soho, which I love because I can go in and socialize, network, um, feel like I can get dressed and go into an office somewhat. 
Um, but I was traveling so much for fashion month and for jobs and other projects that I haven't been home in New York City as much as I would have liked. So I've kind of just been working from wherever I am at that given moment. Yeah, I mean, I too work from home a lot or when I'm traveling, I traveled with Rumble over the past couple of years and it's constantly like just kind of finding a workspace in a coffee shop or in your apartment whenever you can. And especially now that everybody's facing that while they're quarantined, like if you work a freelance schedule, which is kind of like on your own time, setting your own hours and you're in a non-conventional space, how do you like keep your focus without going crazy? Because I think everybody that's working from home right now is going through that. I know. I feel really lucky that I've had this kind of year-long primer for this time uh-huh. <laughs> um, because now it doesn't feel all that different for me, honestly. Like, obviously, there's a horrible crisis going on around the world, and like, I'm not ignoring that, but I'm trying to maintain normalcy as much as possible. And for me, and I think for anyone dealing with this right now, it's about finding a routine and sticking to it, whatever that means to you. And try to kind of experiment with what hours you're the most productive. So for me, like I'm not really a morning person. I will sleep until nine or 10, um, take a shower, have a leisurely breakfast, like sit out on the porch, get some sun, like really take my time in the morning and then buckle down around this time and, you know, dig into it until maybe a little later in the evening. And we have like a later dinner, for example. So whatever works for you. Um, I've also been trying to shower and get dressed. Um, especially oh, that is major because the first couple of days of this, I was just like hopping around in sweatpants. And I was like, I, I actually can't, like, I need to brush my hair, even like maybe put on a little bit of mascara and some normal clothes to feel productive. Exactly. I think the sweatpants vibe is cute for like three days. And then you're like, oh my God, like, this is not like a month long pajama party. I can't. Um, No, that's really good advice. I also create a schedule for myself. Like I don't always work the same hours. I do like to be productive in the morning. But like last night, for example, I went to bed super late. So if today wasn't such a crazy day, I might have written out a schedule for myself where I said I was going to work from 12 to eight or 12 to nine, whatever that is. And then I would make a list of everything that I would do during that time period. Because I feel like for me, to-do lists stress some people out, which I didn't realize. Someone saw me making a list a couple of weeks ago and they were like, that would give me so much anxiety. But mm-hmm. I get anxiety when I don't make the list. Like I love to be able to check off what I'm doing. Do you feel like that me helps too. you? Yeah, I have a master list I'm going off of at all times. So, And I was that person like in middle school with a little agenda, like filling out little bullet points for each day. It's oh, not quite as to that extent anymore, but I definitely have that master to-do list that I'm always kind of relying on. For sure. For sure. So how have you seen your home? You're doing all of this stuff. How have you seen the brands that you're working with kind of pivot since the whole COVID-19 yeah. crisis? Well, that's definitely the way to put it. It's been a pivot for sure. Um, I got really nervous a couple of weeks ago because I had a lot of jobs that were tied to travel or dinners or events. And, um, those were obviously canceled. So a lot of stuff, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are feeling this across different industries, but obviously a lot was canceled. A lot was put on hold. And I got really, really nervous that this was going to get ugly for me. Um, fortunately, you know, a couple weeks later, I think some brands started to pivot as opposed to just postpone or cancel. And they would see, you know, Hey, you know, people are, there is a captive audience of people at home on their phones right now. We can, you know, some people are still ordering online, shopping online. In fact, many people are doing that just to get their mind off everything. Or right. they're bored. Um, so I think a lot of the brands that I work with realized, Hey, like, why don't you show us how to style this dress at home? Or like, why don't you promote this charitable? cause that we're doing, you know, 
in light of the crisis or that kind of thing. So I did have a lot of my brand partners coming back and being like, okay, let's figure out what we can do in the current climate that still makes sense for both of us. And I've been really, really thankful that I've had some new jobs coming through, some campaigns that are still happening. Um, I think we're realizing that this is the new normal for the foreseeable future. And luckily, you know, the brands that can afford it and do have those marketing budgets still are pivoting and, and realizing they can still work with influencers during this time. Definitely. And how are you kind of pivoting in your social media strategy in terms of like captioning and verbiage? Like I feel like, so for example, I often work with brands as well. And there was this one brand um, that's like a hundred dollar face serum. And I was like, I have to be honest, a lot of my friends are losing their jobs and I don't feel comfortable saying this is how I'm doing self-care when a lot of people can't afford it. So how are you kind of pivoting in that way? Yeah, I'm definitely being more picky. Um, For example, like I did a recent post for Fry, which is like a leather goods brand. And they were actually having um, an initiative where for every post using that hashtag, they would donate to Feeding America. And so it kind of had this feel of it element that kind of makes sense for where we're at in the current times. And so that I could really justify. Whereas like someone else sent, you know, an opportunity for, like you said, like a really expensive, like facial treatment type thing. And I was like, you know, this just doesn't really feel right. I'm not really seeing where it fits into the narrative. Cause I have been trying to keep everything really relatable and open during this time and talk to my audience about how things are going. And I'm getting a lot of the same thing, you know, people being like, I just lost my job. Like I can't, buy this right now, that kind of thing. So trying to keep things justifiable and open and kind of just um, knowledgeable or aware of what's going on and just, I don't know, doing my best to balance it all. I think we're all figuring it out. These are unprecedented times, but um, I do think there's a way to do it carefully. For sure. I, I disagree with me if you think differently, but I kind of almost feel at least from the people that I'm following social media has gotten a bit grittier. Like it's a little bit more down to earth. It's a little bit more Mm -hmm. honest. Whereas there used to be this like constant filter all the time. I feel like now everybody's stuck in their home. So it's impossible to like, you know, exactly. It's kind of like everyone's guard has kind of come down. It's like, listen, even the celebrities, even everyone is just like at home. Right. So like kind of levels everyone out in a way, uh, which is kind of nice. And it's been really cool to see the positive response from people being like, oh, like you're making, you know, you're at home too, but you're making it look chic and you're inspiring me to like put makeup on today or take some fun photos or. Right. Or just motivate people to be productive because there are so many people that will just sit so on I their think couch there's and definitely do, way to do it, but Yeah. And honestly, my engagement across the board is actually way up because I think everyone's at home and this relatable content is just resonating with everyone. Definitely. I put out a poll right before this kind of started a few weeks ago. And I said, do you think that you'll use social media more because you're bored? Or do you think that you'll use it less because it kind of like, it's like watching the news all day, like it hosts anxiety for you. Um, And it was kind of a 50-50 split. So I was excited to see where it goes. But I definitely think people are using it more because they are like striving for connection. And right now that's the only way we can really do it. Totally. So, all right. So you're in LA for the time being, staying at your boyfriend's place. You were long distance prior to that. So how's it been living together during this time? 
I mean, I would come out for like a week at a time normally. Um, so, and we've, we've gone on trips together. We've spent weeks together here or there. Um, this is definitely the longest period of time it's been, but we're both keeping busy. We're both able to work from home. He's a screenwriter and director. So he's doing a lot of development on different um, movies and TV shows from home and via Zoom, just like us. So we kind of hunker down in our respective rooms. Like he has a little office room and I use either the living room or the bedroom. Um, and we just do our thing. And again, like it's not that far off of normal for us because even when I was here, not in quarantine and it was a weekday, we'd both be doing our respective work um, and that kind of thing. So yeah, it's been good so far. I definitely miss my environment creatively. I think my apartment is kind of like my haven when it comes right. to just like the vibe and the aesthetics. And like, I feel really comfortable creating content in my own home environment. Um, so I'm just still working on that comfort level here. Luckily, like he's done a lovely job with his place. I'm super grateful to be here and not be alone in New York City right now. But, you know, ultimately it's not my home and I'm learning his little systems, everything from like how he places thing, things in the dishwasher to like his little things that set him off, you know? And so we're just- Oh girl, you're going to be doing that for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so we're both kind of just- practicing a little bit of extra understanding and calm and trying to just like take it a day at a time. But honestly, yeah, it's not that far off from normal because we are we, we are just like, working. we're going to have to connect on some tips after this because I've been married yeah. to my husband for almost three years at this point. Aww. So we've been living together. It's lovely. He's my best friend and we work together too, but oh my God, I go between like, oh, I'm so grateful that I'm not alone during this and we're in this together. And then the next second I'm like, stop <laughs> chewing like that. What are you doing? <laughs> Knock it off. I feel um, you. So it's testing our patience in a ton of ways. But so we're not in your, we can make it through this, we can make it through anything. Oh, I 100% agree. The ultimate test. <laughs> uh, so you're home and you're not in your actual space and you need that creativity flowing and you also need to take care of yourself because you're not able to kind of go out and practice self-care in some other ways that you might be used to doing. So how are you using this downtime to really work on yourself and what's like a quick self-care or creativity flowing activity that you do? Um, well, I mean, not so much as a goal or like the strive to perfection, but more so just like moving my body. I've been trying to move my body every day. This can be a really sedentary time for all of us. Like, you know, just sitting at home, watching TV, watching our screens, on the computer working. Um, and so I've been trying to work out every day, not in the sense of like getting ripped and like losing all this weight, but more so in the sense of just like physically moving my body and breathing and removing myself from my screens where possible um, and just centering into my body. And I really like doing the class um, by Taryn Toomey. I've never taken, but I have met um, the fitness director there and I've heard such great things. Yeah, I've been doing it for years since before they even had their own studio. And so now I'm obviously subscribed to their streaming service um, and they stream the classes live and it's all my favorite instructors and it feels like I'm there like I light a candle I put them on I get really into it and it kind of just like removes me from everything even just for an hour so that for sure and then also we've been keeping um, my boyfriend and I've been keeping notepads of paper and like colored pencils and watercolor pencils and charcoal out on the table so if at any point we just want to like walk over and neither of us are artists in that sense of the word but um, we both kind of just like expressing our creativity that way. So we'll just walk over there, you know, we'll grab a glass of wine if it's evening and we'll just post it by the table and just draw or sketch or do whatever creatively. Um, and it's been really nice because that's something we don't normally have time to do day to day, but yeah. at a time like this, it's been really therapeutic. I love that. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. That's so therapeutic. And I am 
I'm creative, but I'm not an artist in that sense of the way either. Believe me, it's like kindergarten drawings, but <laughs> I also love coloring and sketching. Like it's so when I'm super stressed, it's almost mindless and you don't have to think too hard about what you're doing. Exactly. So anything like that where you can just move or just express yourself and not really have like an end goal in mind is really, yeah, therapeutic, like you said. So I know that you recently launched a sunglass eyewear collab. Can you tell us a bit more about that and what you're working on and what that process was like? Yeah, it was really awesome. It was probably my third product collaboration. I did um, a jewelry collaboration years ago and then a clothing line um, last summer. And then this was kind of my first foray into eyewear. And um, the brand is super lovely. She's based in New York. She's a small business. Um, and she's basically built her brand on collaborations with creatives. And I had seen the brand before on Instagram and I loved all the people she was working with. So when she reached out to me, it was kind of a no brainer. And what I loved about the collaboration is she kind of gave me full creative reign. She brought me into the office. We looked at all the different little samples of the acetates and lenses. And I just made a bunch of fun, um, combinations. And then she sketched out um, we talked a bunch about my inspirations. She sketched shapes and um, one shape that I feel like really fits my personality. And I have a lot of sunglasses, but none of them ever fully felt like me. So we kind of made my dream pair in five colorways and they've been selling well, um, kind of in line with this whole crisis kicking off. So I, we were definitely worried about what was going to happen with all this hard work. We worked on them for like six months to a year. And so to finally launch them was super exciting. But obviously, again, we had to be really careful about the messaging around them. And we kind of just started, even myself personally, just started to look at them as kind of a beacon of hope for the future that there will be sunny days ahead and there will be oh, I love that. days ahead of us. And we also started donating 10% to Food Bank of NYC. So we included the charitable element and kind of just, um, it's been really fun too, because everyone that's buying them is just wearing them indoors and like finding a sunny <laughs> corner of their house and like taking selfies and like wearing them on Zoom calls. So it's hilarious. Um, and I'm really grateful for the support, especially at a time like this. That's so cute. Sunglasses are hard. I tried on sunglasses. I needed a new pair a couple months ago and like went and tried them on. And oh my goodness, like it's so hard. There's so many different shapes, but everybody's face is different. And I looked at yours. They're so cute. Um, so it's definitely amazing to see how they actually look good on so many different face shapes. I'm so pleased. <laughs> you did a very good job. So congrats. Thanks. It's been really fun. Um, so throughout this whole thing, I mean, we all need sources of entertainment, connection people to follow. And I feel like you are a really beneficial person that's providing a ton of good content. So tell people where they can find you and learn more about you. Yeah, definitely find um, my Instagram at Alyssa in the city. I share everything from daily outfits and makeup looks to beauty products, workouts, um, IGTV series about everything from vintage fashion to jewelry. Um, so there's a lot there for sure. And I hope to connect with all of you. Thank you so much for coming and chatting with me from across Thanks the country. For having me. I know. Stay well and let's keep in touch and hopefully next time it'll be in person. <laughs> Absolutely. So again, this is Julia Stern. You can find me on all social channels at Julia L. Stern or at Not My Best Podcast. Stop trying to live your best life. We're all stuck inside anyway. Just start living a better one and I will see you next Tuesday. <laughs>